Local Matters brings you incredible stories about Indiana original businesses making a positive impact in Indiana and the entrepreneurs leading the way. I'm Mel McMahon, and today we'll get the story of how Kathy Boone Black started Indiana Integrative Hypnosis, an integrative hypnotist specializing in anxiety relief. We'll talk about the challenges and the successes along the way and why supporting local businesses really matters. You're listening to Local Matters, brought to you by Indiana Originals, leading local living. Kathy Boone Black, Indiana Integrative Hypnosis. Thank you so much for joining me on Local Matters today. Thank you so much for having me, Mel. It's great to see you. It's a beautiful, sunshiny day. This usually puts people in a much better mood, correct? Yes, absolutely. Yes. And and tell us, for people who aren't familiar with hypnosis, we're going to break down some stereotypes. But tell us what you do. Exactly. I am certified in a lot of different modalities. Um, And that's why I call my business integrative hypnosis, because it's not just hypnosis. So I really help teach people how to have a better life. A lot of people don't know why they do what they do. And I help them understand that. I help them understand how the brain works and how the brain and body work together and how you can really harness your thoughts and look at things in a different way. And I do that through hypnosis. I do that through a a modality called faster EFT, which is tapping, and also through NLP, which is neuro-linguistic programming. I also work with something called the emotion code and I work all of my work is getting back to the emotional root of why you're doing what you're doing because I believe that there is an emotion at the base of everything that we do and everything that happens to us I believe there's an emotion and until we get to that emotion we're really just working with the symptom whether it's not being able to sleep or the anxiety or eating too much or smoking or drinking. That's just a symptom of something that's deeper in, I believe. So most people are familiar with hypnosis in, you know, kind of a funny form, mm-hmm. right? You yes. know, it's, um, you know, a, a joke, a play, it's a, you know, a staged performance, whatever, what have you. Right. Um, but what you're doing is, you know, it's that same content, concept really of working with someone's subconscious, but it's for a truly helpful purpose. Yes, absolutely. So yes. explain explain the difference between like what we would see in TV or on a movie and then what you're actually doing. Absolutely, sure. Well, if you've ever seen one of those shows, which most people do, it's it's they get about 20 people up there and they and the hypnotist starts giving them suggestibility tests. They they can say things and have people do things and they see who's going to take their suggestions because hypnosis is all about just following some instructions of suggestions that, you know, they want to, like when they come to me, they're there to be better. When they're up on stage, usually alcohol's involved and they don't care. They they just will act crazy. And so, yes, stage hypnosis is hypnosis. But what I do in my work is more of a clinical, it's getting down to those emotions. It's not just making people, you know, cluck like a dog and bark like a chicken. It's more of you know, this is really where your, where your power lies within you when you can get back into the subconscious mind, which is 95% of who we are, and really uh, reprogram that. And, uh, you know, it just helps you live your better life. 
did you always want to be a hypnosis? Or what did you want to be when you grew up? Well, as I was growing up, I wanted to be a teacher. I always played school in my bedroom. And, um, and then I ended up um, going through life. And then about age 25, I met a gal who introduced me to um, uh, the nail business, manicuring. Oh. And she talked me into taking over her business because she was going to move to Florida. She was one of the first people that brought acrylic nails to Indiana way back when. So I did nails for quite a few years. and But I was always very open with my story. Um, I grew up with panic attacks starting at age six. And in my early 20s, I was introduced to a psychiatrist at the IU Med Center, Dr. Hannes Gross, who introduced me to hypnosis and taught me self-hypnosis. And it was the first dot that was connected in what was wrong with me all those years. Um, as I was growing up, they didn't know panic and anxiety. And they didn't really have therapy available. Mm -hmm. That was for people in institutions. So it was like, you know, after all the medical tests and they couldn't find anything wrong, it was like, here's medicine. We don't know what to do. So I was pretty, I was pretty um, limited in my life. And at the time, that was pretty common, right? Yes. And so I got to the agoraphobic stage where I wouldn't leave my house. Uh, when I did start leaving my house, I wouldn't drive my car. Um, it, it was just, I missed a lot of school. It was just not a very happy childhood. Yeah. And so when I s met Dr. Gross and he introduced me to hypnosis, um, and then I just started working with a, a self-help group that taught me that my thoughts were creating this feeling inside of me. And it was another dot connected. Then I just started studying the brain and the body and how it works. And it all made sense to me then. So coming forward, even though I was at a manicure table, I felt like God really brought a lot of people to that table because I was being a teacher and I was and I was using my experience to help them because a lot of people don't know what's wrong with them when they're having panic attacks. And they feel um, they, they don't feel like they're like everybody else. They feel like something's really wrong and they and they go to every medical doctor that can't find anything. And so it's like there's no explanation for it. And you just feel very embarrassed. Well, and people are very vulnerable in the chair, right? Whether it's yeah. getting their hair done or getting yes. their nails done. You know, there's a lot of talking. You actually learn a lot mm -hmm. about people very quickly. Oh, absolutely. In those situations. Mm -hmm. And so were you just finding people that you knew could use the tools that you had? Not necessarily. I was finding them, but they were finding me. I ah. believe that everything happens. I don't believe there's any coincidences. So they would be referred to me, and, or they would. I worked in um, five seasons at the time, mm -hmm. and uh, and a lot of other different hair, you know, hair salons on the north side, and so people would just find me, and um, and I was using some of my, um, some of the things that I had learned through my journey to help them, not only explain what it was, but I was explaining the emotions, uh, because I was introduced to there's an emotion at the base of everything back when I first started getting better uh, through Louise Hayes' book of You Can Heal Your Life. So I was really teaching, was what I thought I wanted to do as a kid. I'm really teaching people and helping people with my, with because I've been there, done that, I've got the t-shirt, mm -hmm. uh, I know what it feels like. So then I just decided um, I really want to delve in and really get into this hypnosis. So for a couple of years, I kept calling the state 
because there was a law in Indiana that you had to have 500 hours and it had to be an Indiana school. But that law was put into effect years ago where there was a hypnotist. He and his wife had a school and they had a friend that was, that was a legislator that could help make that law. And he was long gone. Mm-hmm. So there was no school for So for two years, I kept calling the state. You know, I knew what I wanted to do. And finally, they were able to find somebody that would start a school. And from there, um, you know, I just expanded and expanded. I started my business in 2009. And um, I just keep expanding my, my modalities to whatever I feel like is going to help people. What was it like when you first started this business <laughs> and you told people what you were going to be doing? Well, you know, we're in the Midwest, so. Hence where this question's coming yes. from. We're in Indiana. Uh, I got a lot of people that look at me like I had three eyes. Um, it was all woo-woo. Um, and I had one gentleman, when I told him, he, he actually shielded his eyes and he said, oh, please don't look at me. You know, don't don't hypnotize me. And oh, I'm like, like you were going to put a curse on him Yeah, or like I was going to hypnotize him. And I just said, mm, you're not paying me, so I'll just have a conversation with you. <laughs> but here's the thing, Mel. I feel like I've been educating people about what hypnosis is all, this, all these years. Because I would get people, when I told them what I did, they would say, oh. But then when I would educate them and explain my journey and how it helped me and what it really is, they would say, oh with an understanding. Mm -hmm. So same word, different meaning. And so uh, I think I was probably only, there was probably only three or four of us when I started in this business. Now there's a lot more and I'm so happy because you know, the more successful we all are, the more successful we all are. And there's always, we can all, we all have past, we all have our issues and there's always enough to go around. What is truly motivating you to keep doing this? Because I see that I can make a difference in people's lives. I, I, I know what a difference it made in my life. And when I see people having those aha moments, when I see them smiling as they walk out of my door, because they feel like a weight has been lifted off of their shoulders, because now they understand why they're doing what they're doing, and they feel that freedom. And that's so special to me. Coming up, the challenges and successes Kathy Boone Black has had along the way and what she wants you to know about starting your own business. This is Local Matters. Hi, I'm Lance. And I'm Mel. In the spring of 2012, we were walking around downtown Indianapolis. We were looking for someplace local for dinner. We threw out a restaurant name and Mel asked, Is it local? That simple question became a much bigger conversation and our company, Indiana Originals, was born. Every Indiana Originals member is certified local. That means the business is an Indiana-owned and operated company, headquartered here, and not part of an out-of-state chain. When you discover and support a business on our website or on our app, you are keeping more money in Indiana, helping our communities be unique, and creating jobs. If you spent 5% more on goods and services from Indiana, we would have $1.8 billion more for our schools and infrastructure. So when you break it down, that's just $35 per household per week. When you see the Indiana Originals badge, you know you are supporting local Indiana businesses. Download our app powered by B&W Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Drains and get your business certified local at indianaoriginals.com. Indiana Originals, leading local living. Hello, listeners of Local Matters. This is McFarling Foods, and you know, 2020 was quite a year. 
McFarling Foods was there through it all because McFarling Foods is serious about partnership. We are in this together. That's what it's all about. We care about what's best for your business. How can we help? And McFarling Foods is a partner to local independent restaurants. Because, hey, anyone can sell you food. Wouldn't you rather have a partner? A partner who's invested in this same community. McFarling Foods. We're local. This is our home, too. It's where we live, where we work, and where we raise our families. See, nothing's more important to us than our community and our neighbors right here in central Indiana. Oh, and we are very proud to be an Indiana original. For more about McFarling, go to McFarling.com. That's McFarling.com. We've been chatting with Kathy Boomblack of Indiana Integrative Hypnosis, who started doing integrative hypnosis and lots of other things officially as a business in 2009. And Kathy, what's been the hardest part about being a business owner? Well, for me, uh, I think the marketing, the social media, uh, when I first started out, I remember sitting in my office, in my home office in my basement, and I thought, I gotta have a website. So I would have my desktop in front of me and my, my little iPad on the side of me, and I was watching YouTubes on how to make this video. Because you know, when you first start out, you don't have a lot of money to spend. And so I would sit for days and hours trying to make this video. And I think for me, I had to realize that I need a team. I can't be good at everything. And so then I found someone that helped me with my website and, you know, helped me with my marketing. And even today, you know, when they say, oh, you got to post on social media and you got to be on this social media and that. And and it just makes me crazy. (laughs) So I, you know, I, I just I find people to help me with that. So for me, that was the hardest part because the work is so easy for me because I've been there and I've done that. Um, and really, people coming in, I, it's just organically happening. And throughout the years, I've had successes. So I've had, you know, um, people that are my former clients that have referred. I work with a couple of doctors that refer their clients to me because a lot of doctors just don't know what to do with an anxiety. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't know how to help people. They don't know, here's medicine, but they really don't know the brain part of it about how to help people. Can you educate us a little bit on anxiety? I mean, mm-hmm. it, it's, it seems yes. like it's a word that's everywhere. Everyone's grabbing onto it to mm-hmm. promote something or do something. But mm-hmm. what are we really talking about? Well, anxiety and stress are two different words. Stress is what we, you know, live with when we, you know, every day. But when that stress gets too much and it begins anxiety, and then you start having symptoms from that. And they find, uh, they've done some research around people like me that had panic attacks that have a lot of anxiety. We've grown up in a home where there's too many should rules, where there's a big family secret, where there is alcoholism or some kind of abuse. And children learn to walk on eggshells. They learn to be people pleasers. They learn to be perfectionists. Because in their little minds, if they are perfect and they please people, then bad things don't happen. And this doesn't have to be horrible stories. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, a lot of what I work with are really bad stories. But, you know, for me, my mom was just really, really overprotective. 
And it caused me to be anxious because I wasn't sure about the world. And so, and that was part of it. I think there were other um, components of that. But so it doesn't have to be horrible stories. But if you feel that way, there is help. And you can go back in. I do a lot of inner child work because as children, children kind of live in a state of hypnosis because they are so focused inward on what's going to make them happy because they don't have to worry about where their next meal is coming from or the roof over their head or clothing nine times out of ten. Mm-hmm. So it's all about what makes me happy. It's just like, you know, when your son does something and you're like, why did you do that? I mean, you know you're going to get in trouble. And he's like, well, I don't know. Yeah. Well, he doesn't know. <laughs> he doesn't know. It, it was just something that was going to make him happy at that moment. Mm-hmm. So when children don't like a situation that they're in, their little 95% subconscious mind takes in, it must be your fault. You know, how, how many times have we heard that, you know, Johnny's mom and dad got divorced and Johnny felt like it was his fault. Mm-hmm. Now, mom, mom and dad probably didn't say it's your fault, but because he didn't like what, the feeling that way in that situation, it must be something he's doing. So what can we as parents do for our kids to help, you know, reinforce that, you know, these big things that happen aren't their fault or just because they're in trouble doesn't mean we don't love them anymore. You know, yes. how, what can we do? And really positive messages, really letting that little kid know, you know, I'm in a bad mood today, but it has nothing to do with you. You know, maybe things that he's doing is tr- is affecting you and making you anxious. But to let him know you're not a bad kid, I still love you. But it's, it's about how I'm dealing with what you're doing. Um, telling them that you love them. Telling them that you're glad they're born. Um, telling them that it's not their fault when mom and dad get a divorce. Uh, really, parents that are divorced, please don't badmouth each other because it just puts the child in the middle and they just feel so divided. Um, so really just reinforcing that you love them, uh, that that. Things that are happening are not necessarily fault. Yes, if they're going to be doing something that they need, you know, uh, to have a timeout or whatever. Yes, that's their consequence. That's how they're learning. But, you know, just having a bad day at work and you come home and you're in a bad mood. Honey, it's not your fault. I just had a bad day. Mm-hmm. So just reinforcing those kind of things. Yeah. So that clear communication. Absolutely. Communication, communication, yeah. communication. And even because they're children, a lot of times we as adults discount that but remember their little subconscious minds are never never sleeping just like ours never sleeps Mm -hmm. it always is taking in is it good is it bad what does this mean what does that mean all on a subconscious level so just because they're little they still need to be have that reinforcement yeah i mean how many times did you as a child think oh well i didn't know that and your parents had no idea you heard what they were talking about exactly yeah or like me when you know when when my mom was being so overprotective as a kid i just thought she didn't want me to have fun she didn't want me to have a good life she she didn't like <sighs> yeah. me in some way maybe mm-hmm. i was bad and she was trying to punish me i didn't know but it was actually all about her because i think my mom had panic attacks mm-hmm. and my mom had been sexually abused as a kid so yeah, she's going to be really protect, overprotective. I didn't realize that as a yeah. kid. And we can't expect kids to know what questions to ask to figure out the answers to these things. Absolutely. Yes. Right. Kathy, what's the most rewarding part about being a business owner? Oh, gosh. See, you just lit up. Yes. I wish I could show this through the podcast. Your <laughs> oh. eyes sparkled. 
your, you know, you can see your cheekbones, your teeth show, <laughs> just bam, it was well, like a light went off. And and that's because it's coming from my heart. You know, when we when we think about things that we love or people that we love, we're coming from our heart. When we worry, we come from our head. So when I think about my work, I'm always coming from my heart because um, I love to see people have aha moments. I love to see people say, oh my gosh, I feel like a weight has been lifted off of my shoulder. So I had a lady come down from Chicago last week and um, she had had a pretty traumatic childhood. And so when we really explored, you know, maybe why her mom was doing what she was doing as a kid and, and really went back in and changed that little kid that it wasn't your fault, she said, I just feel like a weight has been lifted off of my shoulders. It just feels so good to, um, you know, to be able to look at this in a different way, to know that I, it wasn't because I was a bad kid. It was just about her own issues. And so really understanding why people have problems. I mean, I tell my clients, this is not about parent bashing or any influential person in our life growing up. It's not that. It's about discovering why. It's about discovering and educating and so that you have a knowledge because knowledge is power. So because we as children, we don't come into this world with instructional booklets and we don't get as children, we don't come in with instruction booklets on how to live. We watch those influential people around us and how they deal with life. And if they didn't have the best way of dealing with life, then that's what we learned. And so it's, it's all about just a, a knowledge and a knowing. Well, and what I find interesting is that even when there are instructional booklets, we still don't do it right, right? Like think about being a business owner, right? right? How many people have, you know, oh, I have my MBA, I have this, I have that. You still have no idea what you're doing right. <laughs> when you walk into it, right? And right. Kathy, what advice would you give others that want to start their own business? What do you want them to know? I would say to be aware that you can't do everything. You need a team around you. And um, because we're, we cannot be good at everything. And so that was the most important thing for me because I struggled in, and I hear I was trying to do my business and, and trying to do this website and social media, and I just felt so divided. And so I just, and I, I think I was having a, a one-on-one -on -one with, with a gal about websites, and I just, it was like a light bulb went off, and it's like, I can't be good at everything, even though I want to be. Yeah, we all want to be. You know, I'm the, I have that perfectionistic personality, mm -hmm. and I, I want to know everything, and I want to be the best. So just having a team and being willing to bring other people in to help you. Kathy, why does supporting local and being known as an Indian original matter to you? Well, I think it's really really cool the way you have you have started this so that we we all know that we are from indiana and we're originals i work with people and have for several years all over the united states and i've done um you know zoom or skype or facetime um and i called my business indiana indiana integrative hypnosis because i want people to know that i'm in indiana and that us working together whether it be you know all the different um, all of the different businesses that are part of Indiana Originals, we're all Indiana, and we're all helping each other. And so I just think it's so Im important to really support our small businesses 
and stay local to help us all. Love it. I love it. Besides IndianOriginals.com and our app, where do we find out more about you and how can we support your business? Oh, thank you. Well, I am at Indiana Integrative Hypnosis.com is my website. Um, I'm on Facebook, Indiana Integrative Hypnosis, and I'm on LinkedIn under Kathy Boone Black. And also, if you ever want to try uh, a hypnosis recording, if you go to my website on the first page, you can just Right there, you can put your email in, and it will automatically send you one of my 20-minute hypnosis relaxation recordings. So you can listen to that and uh, start really creating a new neural pathway in your brain. Because we do know that the brain is neuroplasticity, so we can create those more relaxed uh, pathway in your brain. That's the mission, right? absolutely. Help us all relax. Yes, take a breath and relax. Kathy Boone Black, thank you so much for being our guest today on Local Matters. And thank you for doing your part to create healthier, stronger communities and more jobs in Indiana. Thank you for having me. And thank you for listening to Local Matters, made possible by Indiana Originals, Indiana.Gifts, and McFarling Foods. It's an honor to bring you incredible stories about Indiana Original businesses making a positive impact in Indiana and the entrepreneurs leading the way. Learn more about Why Local Matters at indianaoriginals.com and on our app, powered by B&W Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Drains. I'm Mel McMahon, and until next time, keep supporting local. Thanks for listening to Local Matters, brought to you by Indiana Originals, distributed by the All Indiana Podcast Network. Download the Indiana Originals app, powered by B&W Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Drains, and check out indianaoriginals.com.